Nicole Whitney, News for the Soul, life-changing talk radio from the uplifting to the unexplained. It's a great honor to have you on the show tonight. Welcome, Deepak Chopra. Thank you. Yes, this is Uri. Hi, Uri. It's Nicole Whitney calling News for the Soul. Welcome to News for the Soul, Robert Allen. Thank you, Nicole. It's great to be here with you tonight. Why are you here? We're talking to Carolyn Mace about Sacred Contracts, one of her many best-selling books. Welcome to the show, Greg Braden. Well, good evening, Nicole. It's uh, certainly a pleasure to hear your voice and a pleasure to be here tonight. Welcome to the show, Stuart Wilde. Thank you very much. John Kehoe, welcome to News for the Soul. Hey, how are you? Next up, Dr. David Morehouse. I'm so glad that you called me because you are doing such an important task, important work, because you are spreading a very positive message. I was really moved by last week's show because we made a commitment to a worldwide event to try to change consciousness. I'm feeling enormous energy around this show. Just enormous, enormous. Uh, I, I really have to hand it to you, Nicole. You've created sort of a niche of amazing, amazing connections. It's just like <laughs> the angels and the devatas that are like attracted to news for the soul is amazing. Next on News for the Soul, it's time for Breaking Through with Grace Gideon. Grace is a passionate and dedicated international life coach with a bachelor's in law, a master's in East-West psychology, and an expert in addictions. Grace combines these skills in her practice to clinically and intuitively diagnose and break through subconscious issues that prevent you from achieving success and fulfillment. She has a unique capacity to tune in to repress psychological and emotional blocks and to teach effective techniques to transform your life in a deep and long-lasting way. And now to help you make your next breakthrough, here's Grace. Hey, Grace. How's it going? Hello. Hey, Nicole. Excellent. How are you? Great. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everyone. I'm Grace Gideon. Welcome back to Breaking Through with Grace on News for the Soul the life-changing talk radio station. So glad to be here. So excited to be wrapping up 2017. How quickly did this year go, Nicole? Sorry, I didn't hear what you just said. Well, 2017 has just swished past, hasn't it? It's been such a fast year for me. How about you? It's crazy. and I I think it's just going to keep getting faster. Oh, do you? Oh, my God, 2018 will be gone in the blink of an eye. Well, 2017 does have less than two weeks left to run, and I thought what we might do today is um, give everyone a chance to think back on the New Year's resolutions they made on 1 January of this year. Did you make any special resolutions on 1 January this year, Nicole? No, I I tend to do them throughout the year. I don't do the, you know, annual thing without that. But having said that, that is the start Mm -hmm. of our official 20th anniversary celebration. So in that way, I've got all kinds of things up my sleeve. Oh, so you mean this coming 1 January is the start of your 20 years or the last one was? It's the start of our 21st year. So that's when we're celebrating our 20th anniversary. Oh, that's spectacular. Well, congratulations. What a massive, massive milestone. Good for you and what great mm-hmm. work you've done bringing all of us together. Thank you so much, Nicole. Well, I was just wondering, well, it's, hey, And we're just getting started. You're just getting started. Well, I'm sure you're going to be making some announcements about how many amazing things you've got coming up. So that'll be exciting. I'm thinking that um, I know that I'm thinking that I'm going to ask Mary Ann to come not on the next show because the next show is on, on New Year's Day and I think I'll be off on some exotic location. But I might ask. Um, I've got David Nichol, who's a spiritual activist and author, 
um, on the 16th of January. And then I thought I would ask Marianne, who this New Year's Eve is hosting a big um, Miracles for, for 2018 uh, workshop in Los Angeles to come on the show after that. So that hopefully her schedule is available and that'll be a nice little way for news for the soul to, to start, um, you know, to add to the start of what you're doing for 2018 because uh, that might be fun. So I'll send her an email straight after today and see if we can lock her in for us, Nicole. So that'll be fun. And... Uh, there, yeah, let's, let's hope she's good um, straight away. So I was just wondering for uh, my listeners whether they're those of us who set New Year's resolutions have had any action, whether you've had any of your hopes, dreams or intentions materialise this year. I want you to think about what happened for you in what, is known numerologically as a universal year one, which 2017 won. It began a new nine-year cycle for the planet and the universal year is different to your personal year. But on a planetary level, we were all in a beginning of a nine-year cycle. So for some, maybe some dreams have been realized. You may have bought that dream home or you might have met that special someone. Maybe you started a family or started down a rewarding career path. Perhaps you set a goal to improve your health, health and fitness and took some action towards that. Others of us, maybe your beginning year may have been just that, just the beginning of something. Nothing big has materialized yet for you. But you never know. Maybe you've sown the seeds for an abundant harvest that you may well reap in 2018 or 2019 or 2020 or further beyond that. Just remember, the beginning is if something didn't happen for you, it's still a beginning. If you set an intention or even if you didn't uh, purposely set one on the 1st of January, if your mind went towards an intention you have for yourself, don't give up faith if it hasn't materialized yet for you. And if it did materialize, then give thanks. You see, what I've discovered in my decades of personal growth work and, and what most of us know is that we humans, we grow or we perish. That's for certain. But what is not certain is timing. It's really hard to know when your reward will come. It's hard to know how many dark nights of the soul you have to endure before you see the light of day. And it's hard to know when your number's up. So that's why it's so important for each of us to live in the present moment and to cherish our daily experiences. Maybe today is going to be another ho-hum day of get up, get dressed, go to work. Or maybe today will be the day where that magic moment you've been waiting for arrives. No one knows. No one knows for sure how much of your future is predestined and how much is being co-created moment by moment. No one really knows and even if something is written for you or predestined exactly when it will occur, some people might be accurate in their predictions as to when it might occur, but exactly when it will occur, no one really knows for sure. So that's all a way of saying is if things that you've wanted, if your deepest heart's desires have been intended but have not materialized, Please don't give up hope. Keep your intentions because that positive focus is a creative force of energy. And if they haven't materialized, look at it as a yet rather than as a never. Keep your mind set, hopeful. Keep it positive. Keep it thankful. Give thanks for what you've received and stay open 
to what might come. You see, the unpredictability of life is what makes it so exciting and organic. It gives each of us the opportunity to start afresh every single day and to reinvent that part of ourself that requires reinvention. It gives us a chance to take stock of what happened for us in the past, what happened for us in 2017, what wins we had, what lessons we learned, and to collect all of that wisdom and harness all that growth so that each year moving forward will be at a higher level of manifestation and vibration for us. So take a moment now to reflect on your personal growth for 2017. Just think about it. Think about Christmas coming up next week. Think about the gifts you're going to be giving to people, both material and emotional. Think about the love you're going to be sharing with family. Think about the thanks to the universe for the trials, the tribulations, the adventures, the highs and lows of 2017. Think about savoring every last moment of the next 12 to 13 days left. They will never be again. And for some of you who are saying, oh, good riddance, just think about, rather than thinking that, think about fertile soil for the preparation of something better. And for those of you who loved every minute of it or had some real wins, think about building on that in the future so you become stronger and more abundant and more grateful and contribute more to raising the vibration of the people you come in contact with and the planet as a whole. Now, once you've reflected on 2017, once you've reflected on the, the, the past 352, 53 days and the next 12 days or so, Reflect now on what you deeply desire that hasn't yet come to fruition. Reflect on what you deeply desire that hasn't yet come to fruition. And ask yourself, is it something you still deeply want? Do you still want that which you hope for this year? If your answer is yes, then let's carry that forward into 2018. And let's do some framing now for how you might set some 2018 New Year's resolutions if you're somebody who likes to do that. If at any point you've got an idea you want to share with me or discuss or a question to ask, just call in on 1-646-595-4274. Press 1. You'll hear a message. You're now in the host queue. Hold on and Nicole will put you through to me. Or you can email me your question to ontheair at tellus.net. Ontheair at T-E-L-U-S dot net. Just send the email in or make that phone call. If your heart's desire is calling you to get some coaching or some assistance to make 2018 a very special year for you. So let's really look at how to get prepared to set some New Year's resolutions for yourself. Imagine that in two weeks' time, you're going to be at the start of 2018. There'll be another fresh beginning. There'll be another opportunity 
to set your intentions, to dream big, to resolve, to decide, to take action towards an even more fulfilling life. This isn't one year blurring into another. This is a fresh new year with its own vibration, with its own promises, with its own possibilities. This is a new year coming that God has given you to create with. The lessons from the past, forgive the pains of past years, release the disappointments of past years and open up to the field of infinite possibilities. Allow God's grace to move through you in 2018 and welcome miracles, welcome fruition, welcome magical possibilities, welcome abundance. The universe is in charge of timing. The universe knows what your deepest desires are and what serves your greater good and the greater good of others. Rather than losing faith in the universe and refusing to believe that you can have what you truly want because it didn't come in the shape and form and the time that you wanted it, put all of that aside. Are you willing to do that for me right now? Put all of that aside all of that negativity, disappointment, despair and scepticism aside and get prepared. There are four questions that I call my four prep questions. There are four questions that I want you to ask yourself about your desires that you've had that you may be said in 2017 or in the past. Ask yourself four questions before we get ready to set the new intention. Number one, when I set an intention before, was what I wanted really, truly for my greatest good and in line with my sole purpose? That's question one. Was what I wanted really truly for my greatest good and in line with my sole purpose. Number two, was what I wanted driven by a pure and wholesome intention? Was my intention pure and wholesome? Number three, Had I earned what I was asking for? Had I earned what I was asking for? Had I done the work required to get it? Or was I just in magical la-la land wanting results without effort or without right effort? And number four, if I had received what I had asked for at the time that I had asked for it, would receiving it have caused harm to another? If I had received what I was asking for, within the time frame that I was asking for it, would receiving it have caused harm to another? You see, rather than despairing and not believing and losing faith, examine your motives, examine your intentions, examine your expectations. And if the intentions you set fail these four tests, then be very clear before you set your new intentions 
be very clear that what you're asking for now, for your greatest good, in line with your soul purpose, has a pure and wholesome attention, that you've earned it, you've worked for it, and that it causes no harm to anyone else. When these are in place, I would consider it highly unlikely that the universe wouldn't grant this to you. So rather than just speaking in in broad concepts, let me just give you some examples in case you're wondering exactly like how to apply it to your personal situation. Okay, so here's an example. If you really wanted to be in a fit and healthy body and you didn't get there in 2017, ask yourself question number three. I mean, ask yourself all those questions, but go to question number three. Have I earned what I was asking for? In other words, did I do all that was necessary for my body in terms of nutrition, exercise and self-care? Or was I cutting corners? Was I eating a whole lot of artificial preservatives? Was I overeating? Was I under-exercising? Was I getting enough sleep? Was I cutting all these corners and still wanting an outcome? Was I treating a New Year's resolution like some kind of little wish you make on a birthday cake and then you forget about it and you just wait for some Disney Pixar film to produce it for you? Or did I set that intention and then take the necessary action? Because I'd be very surprised if you set that intention, took the necessary action and you didn't get any result. The disappointment might be in yourself But instead of being disappointed in yourself and saying, I never follow through, I'm hopeless, what's the point? Just go, hey, I deserve this. I'm actually going to set an intention that I'm going to take the immediate action. You know, I'm going to book that personal trainer. I'm going to shop organic. I'm going to eat the right food. I'm going to do what I need to do to get this result if this result is really what I want. So don't treat your New Year's resolution as a whimsical superstition. It really is an opportunity to set intentions and ride the wave of new energy and commit to taking fresh action towards your goals. Don't minimize it. Don't waste it. Learn from 2017 and prepare to revisit your intentions for your life and for your happiness with renewed vigor and determination. I'm going to give you another example. Let's say you wanted a really amazing, beautiful house or a fancy Rolex watch or a promotion at work or more money, okay? Then ask yourself question two. Ask yourself all those questions, but focus on question two. Is this desire driven by a pure and wholesome intention? Now, if you want your fancy house and your Rolex and your work promotion and money to compete with your friends or your siblings or to show off or as status symbols or as ways to medicate low self-esteem, then your intention isn't wholesome. It's not really for your greater good and it's not supported by the universe. Yeah, because it's, it's medicating low self-esteem rather than a reflection of high self-esteem. So you've got to look at your intention. But let's say you wanted the beautiful home or the beautiful watch or the promotion at work because you'd always truly loved and appreciated a house like that. You've worked for it. And you wanted a beautiful watch like that. It's something that, I don't know, it's just a beautiful piece of jewellery that you love or a timepiece. It touches you. Or maybe you want that promotion at work or more money because you believe that, you know, you're, you're a capable, intelligent person who's earned that right and you can be of greater service if you achieved your career advancement because... Maybe a lot of people would benefit from your leadership or your benevolence or your charity. For these reasons, great. 
that's a wholesome intention. It comes from love. It comes from appreciation. It comes from ability. It comes from self-esteem. The universe is going to support that because you've taken the action to earn it. I remember really looking for a house to buy back in 2005 and I started looking in February and I would spend every single weekend looking for a house and driving around this suburb in Sydney called Balmain where I live. Driving around, looking, walking, going. I had, you know, my son was just born so I'm pushing the pram and looking and um, everywhere. And I just, every single house wasn't right for me but I'd worked really hard, I'd saved my deposit, time to have a house, I'd been renting, I had a baby it was right, but there was some. There was a particular look of house and a particular feel of house that I really, really wanted. And then one day there was a house advertised, and it was in streets that were a bit away from the area that I was looking in. And uh, you know, um, it was only the open for inspection was only had 20 minutes left to run. And I remember thinking, I really want to see this house. So I called my dad and I said. Dad, I can't take Sebastian, my little boy, with me. It's just going to be too hard. And I've only got 20 minutes. Can you just pop over and look after him? I think, I think actually my dad was already over. Otherwise, we wouldn't have had the time. So I said to him, can I just leave Sebastian with you and I'll go straight down and look at this house. It's only got 20 minutes left. And I went down and I walked in and I just knew that that was, that was the home. And I heard this voice say, don't worry about it, Grace. This is, this is yours. And you know what? Other people had already um, spoken to the agent about this house. But by a series of magical occurrences, so magical, um, I went to bed that night and I could just hear my, you know, something within me, my, my higher self saying, stop worrying, it's your home, it's fine. But the agent was acting a bit odd about it. But I spoke to a friend and they said, well, Grace, if you really want it, just tomorrow morning, go to the lawyer's office, it's just up the road from you, and put a 10% deposit with a cheque and see what happens. And I thought to myself, well, that's odd. Normally you negotiate and you talk and blah, blah, blah. But because I was a lawyer, I was able to review the contract. My lawyer was available um, to look at it. And the next morning, you know, I just locked up at this lawyer's office, the lawyer for the vendor. I put my um, signed contract and a deposit check in. And, you know, normally nothing would happen with that because he'd contact the agent and then she'd contact the other person but by the grace of God by the grace of God um, the owners just happened to pop in to see their lawyer for another matter and he said by the way somebody's just um, offering to pay this price for your property and they have a check here and they said sounds good to us and they signed the contract you know and I had set my intention January of that year and started looking February of that year, and I bought that house in November of that year. It took 11 months, but it took 11 months, and then it kind of happened in a few days by magic, yeah? So if I had given up uh, because I'd gone looking every single weekend up until November and given up on timing and given up on God, see, God came for me when God decided it was right for me and for some reason he decided November 2005 was a better time than February 2005 and he did it magically. So there's an example of setting an attention and having for a beautiful home and doing the footwork and then God bringing in the magic. I'm going to give you one more example and I've got a magical story for this but I won't go into one more magical story. Unless you want to hear it, then you'll have to call me and ask me to tell you about my magical story. But one more example is, 
let's say you met someone who you loved deeply, yeah, but that person was already in a relationship and that relationship was broken down and unhappy, so um, on both parts, but that person hadn't left their partner. So I've got no judgments whatsoever about that. I'm not saying, oh, that's horrible and immoral. I'm just saying, say you met someone who wasn't available. You know, maybe they lived overseas. Maybe they were in a relationship that they hadn't fully ended, but they were unavailable. But you had this magical connection with them and you prayed and hoped and dreamed that that person would be yours, but nothing materialized. You might really feel that you have this soulmate connection with them, but nothing's happening. And your heart starts going, nothing ever happens to me. I always pick unavailable men or unavailable woman. I finally met this amazing person and, you know, they live overseas or there was someone and they have a child and they can't be there for me so there's something wrong with me here I am again um, in an unavailable relationship but I pray and hope that that person will choose me say you decided that you were going to compromise yourself for this person and maybe have an affair with them which goes against your morals then it's highly unlikely that you will have a fulfilling relationship because somebody's going to be harmed in that process. Because your intentions, although your heart is pure and the love is pure, your behavior isn't really honorable in those circumstances. Not your feelings, your feelings are honorable, but your behavior doesn't really observe the situation. So the universe might acknowledge that, yes, you have met somebody special, but if they're overseas and unable to be with you or if there was someone and unable to be with you and you're spending all the time pining for them, then that's okay that your heart is connected to them. But you have to accept that the universe isn't going to support something that's going to do damage. So either the universe is going to put you with somebody else who's more appropriate for you or you have to wait for circumstances to change whereby people move apart because it's for the greater good of all concerned. Because you see, you can't build your happiness on the misery of another person. You can't build your happiness on the misery of another person. If the universe intends for you to be with that person in their country or them in your country um, or for you and them to end up together, then you're just going to have to pray for the universe to design something for the greater good of all and then you have to be patient or to let go. And this is very, very difficult when you're emotionally involved. Okay, so this is a very difficult situation and I have clients come and talk to me about this and I never judge their situation and I never tell them to turn their heart off. I just tell them that, you know, all things must align. So timing is in the hands of God and all they can do is prepare themselves and make themselves available um, so that no harm is done so I wish life was simpler than this but sometimes people are in relationships that are unhappy and they don't know how to leave and um, and sometimes you're in a relationship and you don't know how to leave and sometimes you're in a relationship with someone you love and you don't know how to make it work And in each of these situations, always look for the greater good and for your intention to be pure and for your behavior to be honorable and just work through 
the the pain necessary for the level of maturity. The other thing is, you know, when I said nobody knows how many dark nights of the soul they have to endure before they arrive at the level of maturity necessary for them to have a level of um, fulfillment or self-actualization. Every time I go through a dark night of the soul or a painful growth experience, I go, surely, surely I've nailed it now. There can't be another one. Surely I've got it. And then the universe says, not quite, not quite. You need to learn this now. And I go, well, I really love myself now. Surely this is good enough. And the universe goes, no, you need to love yourself differently or you need to love yourself more or you need to let go of attachment or you need to let go of external validation. And there's always one more layer because, you know, growth is, you know, human potential is, is, is boundless. But the, you know, that doesn't mean the universe is going to deprive you. Every level of growth has its reward. Every level of growth has its reward. But you can't predict exactly when your ship is going to come in. All you can do is have faith, is have faith that if you follow the path of honorable actions and honorable intentions, something will happen for you. Sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They say in 12-step programs, the promises will materialize. Sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, but they will always materialize if we work for them. And it's beautiful. And definitely for me, my life has gotten better and better every single year, regardless of how difficult the year was. The growth, has been worth it. So, as you prepare to step into 2018, in order to manifest your heart's desire, I want to reiterate how vital it is that you release any preconceived notions of what you're entitled to, any expectations, and any skepticism. Neither fantasy or negativity is going to serve you. What will serve you is ensuring your intentions are pure and aligned with your soul purpose. And like I said, ask yourself those four questions and keep yourself pure of heart, mind and action to the best of your ability as a human being and seek the support of the universe. When these conditions are met, you've forgiven yourself for your shortcomings, you've forgiven others for theirs, you've wiped the slate clean of disappointment, you've got a clean canvas to start 2018 at a higher vibration with a pure intention. Let's get ready to resolutions and let me take you through the five-step process. Now, Nicole, did you want to ask a question? Did you have anything from anybody at this point or shall I just step into the five-step process now? Uh, well, we have questions, but um, maybe save them for after the five-step process? Sure. Okay. Here's the process. You can write this down or you can listen back to the show because it's a bit instructional and also when I post, the podcast on my website um, it'll be on the assignment there so I suggest you buy yourself like a journal with colored sections in it a pad or a journal and that you have a different set of colors like a different color for each different resolution that you plan to set in 2018 and title your journal 2018 New Year's resolutions and um, let's like say you're going to set five intentions then have five 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 or six or seven pages per color like five yellow five green five blue five orange five purple whatever colors you like okay then you're going to go through the manifestation the the intention setting and manifesting process number one is verbalize number two is visualize number three is release number four is manifest number five is thank okay so, number one, on page one, 
of your first colored section, let's say your first colored section is yellow, you have page one, the heading, verbalize, right? That's where you write down your resolution. Remember, you're writing one resolution per colored section. So, for example, if I my first resolution is to resolve to decrease my body fat mass and increase my body muscle mass in 2018, right? That's my resolution. Then once I've written down that resolution in a big bold heading, I'm going to go into detail verbalizing this resolution. For example, I might say I'm going to undertake a body composition analysis test they have those machines they call them DEXA scans here and I'm going to check my current BMI body mass index and there's also other measures you can choose my BMI moment of truth here is currently at 25.8 which is 0.8 above the top level right so that's what it was a few months ago anyway. So I'm going to reduce mine to 21.8. That's my resolution. I'll increase my lean muscle mass in my legs and my glutes by 10% because that's the area that I need to work on. So I'm going to do this by increasing my Pilates workouts and have a gym workout a week as well as my dance class. And I'm going to focus on strength. The days I'm going to do this are Pilates Tuesday and Thursday, my gym workout on Wednesday, and my dancing on Monday. There you go. That's what I'm doing. That's my intention. Then I'm going to measure my results. On page two, that's now a new page. I'm going to put all that content, all that wording on page one. Page two of my first yellow colored section, I'm going to visualize. In other words, I'm going to describe, I'm going to cut out pictures from magazines of the kind of Pilates stuff or the dancing stuff or the, you know, the kind of gym workout I want to do. I'm going to visualize what I want my body um, to look like. I'm going to put magazines, I might put two or three pages to this section to make it a visual, visual delight. Um, every morning I'm going to look at it. That's called priming. I'm going to prime myself for the desire and the success to achieve this by visualizing and looking it over. So that's my second section. I've verbalized, I've visualized. Some people visualize before they verbalize, I don't. I always have to write it down, then I put the pictures to it. Like I get a little image in my head, but I document the visualizing after I document the verbalizing. Number three is release. Now, we did a release of the past 2017 we forgave the disappointments this is a different release this time we're going to release any limiting beliefs negativity fears negative experiences ah last time I worked out it was so boring you know yuck I hate it I don't want to do it or yeah I'm going to give up by March or I'm not going to get started till the middle of the year or you know, my ankles hurt or I'm never going to find a personal trainer I like or I can't afford it. You've got to put all of those aside because your thing might just be walking in the park or push-ups if it's free or finding a friend, something like that. Don't allow negativity and limited beliefs to block you from moving forward. Let them go. Name them, claim them, let them go. So page three or section three on your yellow section for that particular resolution is releasing your limiting beliefs and stories and past negative experiences around it. Number four is the what I call manifest, but it's not just manifesting the outcome, it's manifesting the action. This is where you're going to take action, document the action you take and the achievements as you go along. You've got to note and celebrate your little milestones. Every step in the right direction is worthy of acknowledgement, okay? So many people, they, they don't count the tiny little improvements like, oh, today I didn't eat that chocolate bar. Oh, today I did 12 push-ups instead of five. Oh, today I didn't cancel the personal trainer. You've got to note these little acknowledgements. You've got to give yourself little pats along the way, you know, all of this takes like two minutes, guys. Don't think, oh, it's so much work. 
yeah? Remember, you have to earn it. You can't just resolve it. You've got to earn it. Um, so you note the action you're taking and you um, note the achievements you have along the way. Like if you weigh in or you test things and just notice all the incremental improvements, acknowledge them. Eventually you'll get to the day where the magic happens. Right, now number five, the fifth section of your first resolution is thanking, right? Um, you might you might pick three or four resolutions and some may manifest, some may not. Say your yellow section manifests but your orange section didn't. Your blue section manifests but your green section didn't, right? When one of your resolutions does manifest, Take that set of pages and write thank you universe on them. Thank you for helping me make this dream come true. Yeah? Don't don't ignore the role of the universe and the people who helped you get there. Thank your trainer. Thank your coach. Thank the universe. Always demonstrate appreciation because appreciation and gratitude invoke the law of abundance and invite in more success. See, when you operate, so then you've got to repeat that for each of your resolutions. Does that make sense? That's the five-step process. Verbalize, visualize, release, manifest, think. Do you want to ask me a question now, um, Nicole? Yes, we actually had a few people writing in after you shared your house miracle story. Um, I'll just use this one email as an example. It's coming from Isabel in Australia. And she finds it beyond her physical, literal reach and feels hopeless without having the requirements to buy a house and the down payment. Every year she puts it on her list and every year, no go. Any advice? Yeah, well, you see, this is you don't have the money. See, it'd be good if you call in, Isabel, because I'd like to know why what your situation is that you don't have the money and how I could help you get there. So, Isabel, just I, all I could do is give you a little inspiration story because I went through this. Um, I'm not saying this could happen for you, but I'll tell you my truth. I lived, worked and travelled overseas and studied overseas. I spent every dollar on my education and personal growth, etc. When I came back to Australia, I know this sounds very irresponsible, but when I came back to Australia at the age of 39, um, I think turning 40, I had $15,000 to my name. That's all I had, 15,000 Australian dollars. That's like about 11,000 US, okay? There was no way I was going to be able to buy a house. So how did I buy a house? That cost $1.1 million when I only had $15,000. Okay, this is what I did. I um, obviously went back to work and I worked really hard and I re-established my, my co- counselling coaching practice. It was counselling back then, it's coaching now. And I saw clients in between seeing clients as I was rebuilding my practice. I did letterbox drops, yeah, so every single moment, um, I, 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 I didn't have a child at that point because that was the year 2003 and I had Sebastian in 2005. So it was 2003. I was working and I was doing letterbox jobs. I was basically um, shopping in my parents' pantry because they would go to the markets, the fruit markets, and buy boxes of fruit and then offer me stuff. And I was working and I was living and I was saving every dollar that I could. There was no travel, there was no shopping, there was no designer clothes. There was a very limited lifestyle because I had done a lot of lifestyle. You know, if you've listened to previous shows, I'd gone to Paris with Mary Ann for her 50th. I'd done lots of amazing things and blah, 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 blah. I, you know, put myself through a, a master's in psychology in California. I'd, I'd lived a big life. And here I was, I was skint, so I had to save because I wanted to buy a home. So I saved every single dollar and then I saved about $50,000, right, which was still not enough. At the time, you needed um, 10% deposit 
to buy a house and you needed to pay a tax called stamp duty, which you would know because you're an Aussie, right? So I had to get that and stamp duty. So I managed to save $50,000 of my own by 2000 and but when I started looking. But then what I did is because I, I had some successful friends and family members. So I went to a group of people. I went to my best friend, my sister, my brother, my mum, mum and dad, but I asked my mum, yes, and another best friend. I had two best friends, two siblings and the parents, five people, and I asked each of them to give me um, $15,000, but I think... Either my sister or my brother or my mother gave me 30000 Anyway, got together about $180,000 because that's what I needed to pay the stamp duty and do a few things. I got together between 150 and 180 was my memory. And I did a three-page loan agreement, which I still have, I think, and I can send it to you if you email me, that I would give them the interest that the bank gave them if they gave me a period of time to do it. So each one of these people wanted to see me in a home and 15000 to to them wasn't a lot of money because while I was swanning around the world doing personal growth and travel, my friends were lawyers and business people and they were accumulating wealth. So they all put in money and it was sitting there and ready. So by the time this house came um, I had done the work necessary so that I could turn up at the lawyer's office with a check um, for 10% which was $100,000 and I was able to exchange because I had the tax duty which I think was somewhere around 30000 or forty. I don't know I can't remember and um, some other fees or whatever that I needed to pay but I think I definitely had enough money to do it and um, and then I think I had $20,000 and I did something else which was again another miracle but I've, I've had so many miracles honestly I could you know a course in miracles with grace but you know there you go I hope that helps so what I did is I called in on all my friends and I was creative and then I worked my butt off Paying everybody back. Okay, that's what I did, sweetheart. I hope you have good people in your life to help you. Are there any other questions? Because I'm almost finished, but I can answer in a couple of Sorry, one other quick question that we really should get to on this conversation. And this is coming to us from Linda in Toronto. She's asking how to fight against fear and doubt. Yeah, you know what, sweetheart? I understand fear and doubt. Fear and doubt come from lack of faith, yeah? And faith, unfortunately, is is believing in something unseen and unknown, you know? So when you're looking for evidence, look, I live with fear um, in varying degrees. I can't say you can completely eliminate it. But I know that if I spend a lot of time, like telling my story now to Isabel about that and remembering all the miracles that I've had in my life and all the synchronicities that I've had in my life, like December last year, I was looking for something different to do and Nicole's email inviting me to be on Use of the Soul arrived in my email box I've got so many beautiful things that have just arrived that there's really no excuse for me not to have faith in the unseen but because I'm human and because I like to cling to the side of the pool and because I'm a I need proof and because I've been let down in the past fear doubt and insecurity can take over me so I suggest that you go back and review the little miracles that have come your way and use them to remind yourself that, that 
God is here, God is in charge, good can come your way and um, and keep building your faith and the fear will decrease. I hope that was helpful. So and shall I continue one? now? Yes, yep. we're minutes to the top, so there we go. Sure. Okay. Um, did you um, did you have anything? Do you what? Do you want? Are you gonna have I inspired you to set a resolution, Nicole? Or are you still gonna keep manifesting as and when you organically well, I do, I do it? Regularly, like you know, monthly and quarterly, yeah. a whole yeah. year. Yeah, you do because you're very in tune with energy, aren't you? You're very in tune with energy. But for some of us who ritualize it. You know, beginnings are beginnings are an opportunity to begin, and um, and for those of us who are very connected with ourselves, like Nicole is, each day is a new beginning. So you can use it any time. Operating in this way is what allows you to have a positive and hopeful mindset, and it really allows you to take action towards making your goals and dreams come true. You know, you have agency in how your life looks. You're not a leaf blowing in the wind. You're, you're, you're an oak tree, you know, and your growth is solid. It's supported by the universe. It's supported by the universe. Within, within the oak tree that you are was, was embedded and planted the intention for growth for beauty, for strength, for usefulness and abundance. And as it was in nature, it is in you because you are part of nature. So make 2018 a year where you align your personal intentions with those which the universe intended for you. That is to be whole, fulfilled, strong, beautiful, useful and connected to the abundance of the universe. I really hope that you like the sound of that and um, I'm going to give you your assignment now which is basically to do what, what I've said so I'll repeat it now and then I'll sign off. Your assignment for this week is to please listen back to the show and answer the four preparatory questions. Is what I want truly for my greatest good and therefore in line with my sole purpose? Is it driven by a pure and wholesome intention? Have I earned what I'm asking for? And will receiving it cause harm to another? Once you've established pure and wholesome intentions, create your 2018 New Year's Resolution Journal. Follow the instructions I've set out in this podcast for the five-step process. Verbalize, visualize, Release limiting beliefs, manifest and thank. Good luck, everyone. I hope your dreams come true and thank you so much for joining me today. I look forward to connecting with you all in 2018. Have a wonderful Christmas and New Year and just remember, when you let yourself know and understand the workings of your psyche, what drives you to think, feel and act the way you do, your breakthrough is imminent and your life can be amazing. Goodbye, everyone. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thank you, Grace. Any shameless self-promotion before you run off on us? <laughs> uh, please listen back to the podcast and go onto my Facebook page. Like it so that you can receive the daily podcast tips, blogs, wisdoms and quotes love to have you on my facebook page and instagram thank you so much everyone have a great christmas bye <laughs> bye for now grace bye nicole grace. thank you bye darling bye for now looking forward to the new year bye. and the coming it is our 20th anniversary the start of our 21st year psychic love doctor evening News for your soul. Life-changing broadcasts to souls around the world since January 1997. Yeah, man. We all love to hear the good news. So we all should rush to hear the good news. But we cannot find the good news. NFTS. NFTS. News for the soul at the very best. NFTS. 
NFTS News for the soul of the very best NFTS NFTS News for the soul of the very best Yeah man, just log on to www.newsforthesoul.com We are a life-changing talk radio We give you good news to keep you on the go And you can also share the good news you know And that's the way we keep in the flow We only focus on the positive things, yeah We only focus on the positive things, yeah We not go put none of the negative in there We not go put none of the negative in there NFTS, NFTS News for the soul at the very best NFTS, NFTS News for the soul at the very best Log on to www.newsforthesoul.com Every time, come here the good news Share the good news And we all feeling good for the good news.